Let's get some insights on the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Tracy Chen, Portfolio Manager and Head of Structured Credit at Brandywine Global. Thank you, Tracy, so much for being with us. So what are your thoughts on the markets that we've been seeing of late? Of course, Jay Powell speaking today. We'll have the Fed coming up. But we have a winning week and uh, a mixed month, I'll say. Hi, Nico. Uh, thanks for having me. So I think we are at a very critical juncture, and um, this has been a very challenging year. Um, I would characterize as nowhere to hide. I think um, if you look at the volatility index for both the bond and the equity, um, there is a short decoupling, decoupling between uh, the bond volatility index and the equity. The bond is more volatile than the equity um, volatile, volatility index. So that shows you um, that the bond market might have already been pricing in the hawkish Fed, whereas the equity market hasn't yet. So. I think um, uh, right now the equity market is mostly focused on the earnings, uh, but afterwards I think there will be um, more volatility in the equity market this year. And the Fed has been behind the curve and they have a lot of catch up to do. Um, so far they haven't done much yet. Uh, they just hiked 25 basis points in the interest rate. Um, but in May, they're going to hike more, either 50 bips or 75 bips. And at the same time, they're going to, uh, to do the QT. So, uh, and uh, additionally, we're having some kind of a fis uh, fiscal cliff. So this is like a, a triple tightening. I, I think um, as an investor, we have to watch out for the risk of hard landing this year. Yeah, and so what you're seeing here, um, where is the path of least resistance then? Are you thinking it's more to the downside than to the upside? I mean, you see some downside risk because the Fed moves? Yes, definitely. Uh, I think this, uh, the Fed's move is unprecedented. Um, Post-COVID, we have been awash with so much liquidity, with so much easing, right? Um, I think global central banks has been spent, spent has spent about like thirty trillion dollars in stimulate the economy uh, to prevent the COVID crisis. But right now, um, all the global central banks that are trying to withdraw this uh, kind of a liquidity. So I think um, the market, uh, the least, the force of least resistance should be downward, both on the bond side and the equity side. So with all the volatility that we've seen in bonds, which you actually said were, were oversold, is it better to be in bonds or equity at this point, um, or both? Uh, um, I think uh, the bond is uh, less rich than the equity. Um, so uh, the, the bond has been pricing in about, uh, I think, 80% of the, 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 the tightening, whereas the equity hasn't yet. So I think on a relative basis, bond looks more attractive than equity. Right. And so when you're looking for something attractive at this point, what kind of metrics are you using to find attractive investments or what's on your mind when you think about that? Because you have a rising interest rate environment, right? You said 50 to 75 basis points for the Fed in the next round and, and slow down. That could be possible here at home. In addition to obviously you're watching Europe and China. In Europe, mm -hmm. there's some concerns about a recession. In China, you have the shutdown of Shanghai, which is likely to affect things, at least in the near term. Right. 
So um, when we look at the U.S. bond market, uh, you can see uh, the, the curve start to steepen, uh, switching from uh, flattening for the most part of this year, and now it starts to steepen. That means actually the front end of the curve might be pricing uh, a lot of hikes. Um, whether Fed will deliver that, uh, it's really based on, based on the, the, the economic data. Um, and then another question to ask us is whether the inflation has peaked here. Um, my sense is probably not. Um, in the near term, uh, it, it, it can appear to be peaking, uh, but I think there are a lot of uh, structural factors in the inflation um, scenario right now. Uh, the labor market is very tight, and then at the same time, you have this uh, peaking of globalization. And uh, for example, China has, um, has a lot of cheap labor for the past two decades, and now they are uh, getting um, the, the peak of their demographic um, landscape. So as a result, um, they are not exporting deflationary forces uh, around the world. Uh, and then you have this global supply chain uh, gyration. You have the Russian-Ukraine uh, conflict. So there are a lot of um, uh, structural factors um, that switched from deflation to inflation. So I think if you, you are not confident with inflation peaking in the medium term, I think bond market uh, might have more room to sell off. But in the near term, I, I think it's oversold. Um, but if you look at the global market, um, China is um, in the throw of containing COVID, and Europe is at the, the epicenter of stagflation. Uh, I think um, the, the, the Europe um, is uh, still struggling with uh, very high commodity prices. And we're already seeing a lot of signs of uh, global growth slowdown. Um, so st stagflation uh, seems to be inevitable. So the question is, how yeah. do you uh, position for that? Yeah. Yeah, and just a final thought here, because you said to position yourself more for obviously quantitative tightening um, overall. And so do you generally look to the steadfast names of years past, you know, dividend payers, the aristocrats, big companies that are leaders in their, um, you know, divisions and with moats and things like that? Or do you sometimes dabble in growth stocks or meme stocks or crypto or things that could be more high flying or things that are in the news like Tesla or Twitter? Um, I think uh, there's a transition going on lately uh, from tech to uh, energy. Uh, but but I think uh, uh, my, my view is that um, you should position for companies that has pricing power uh, because we know inflation is, is going higher. Um, and at the same time, um, uh, less cyclical, more defensive. Um, so that's our uh, strategy to position for this stagflation. Understood. Tracy Chen, thank you so much. Brandywine Global, nice to speak with you. Appreciate you being thank here. You thank, you. thank you. Thank you.